At U.S. Bank, when we say we're in it with you, we mean it. Not just for the good stuff, the grand openings and celebrations, although those are pretty great, but for all the hard work it took to get there. The fine-tuning of goals, the managing of cash and workflows, and decision-making. We're in to help you through all of it. Because together, we're proving day in and day out that there is nothing as powerful as the power of us. Visit usbank.com to get started today. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Copyright 2024. U.S. Bank. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, tragedy in Texas. At least 19 children and two teachers killed inside their elementary school classroom. President Biden calling for a solution to the violence. Why? Why are we willing to live with this carnage? As reaction pours in from coast to coast, we are live on the scene with a community in mourning. Plus, coping with tragedy, Jay Shetty joins us with advice to help stay calm and manage anxiety. What you need to know to improve your mental health in the wake of such a devastating situation. And honoring our military, we are aboard the USS Bataan as it prepares to dock for Fleet Week. We'll tell you all about Jenna's journey as she shows us what life aboard that ship is like. Today, Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. And welcome back to a split edition of today. It's a Wednesday morning from here in New York and in Uvalde, Texas, where Savannah is. Hey, Savannah. Good morning, Hoda and Craig. We're here in uh, just a part of the world that is really feeling a, a deep, deep wound and deep sadness. We start with the deadliest school shooting uh, in, in Texas history and the deadliest one since the Sandy Hook massacre almost 10 years ago. 19 students were killed in this building behind me, two teachers. It's an elementary school, second, third, and fourth graders who were in the final days before summer vacation. NBC senior national correspondent Tom Yama joins us now with the very latest and what we've been learning overnight. Hey, Savannah, good morning to you. We are learning new details about what happened inside of that school, and we have some new reporting about the moment the shooter entered the school and faced off with law enforcement. Police were eventually able to kill him, and we're also learning about the educators, the teachers who died inside. We're being told by their loved ones that they were devoted educators who did everything for their students, including trying to stay, try to save their lives when that shooting started. It's likely the saddest place in America, just miles from the school shooting, the place where families learned their children wouldn't be coming home. Investigators say the mass killing began Tuesday morning. The 18-year-old gunman identified as Salvador Ramos shooting his own grandmother, leaving her in critical condition. He then drove to the school, crashing his vehicle before entering the building and opening fire. Several officers, including Border Patrol agents, tried to enter the school but were met with gunfire by the suspect. Two officers were wounded in the gunfight before a tactical team was able to bring down the shooter. The shooter was able to make entry into a classroom, barricaded himself, no regard for human life, just a complete evil person. President Biden addressing the nation. To lose a child is like having a piece of your soul ripped away pleading with elected officials to stand up to the gun lobby. Where in God's name is our backbone to have the courage to deal with it and stand up to the lobbies? It's a time to turn this pain into action. My heart was broken today. We're a small community, and 
we will need your prayers to get us through this. Among the victims, teachers Irma Garcia and Eva Mirelas. Mirelas' cousin posting, she died a hero. Mirelas' cousin, Amber Ibarra, spoke to Savannah earlier this morning. Some reports that she was trying to protect the students at the moment that she lost her own life, um, which I'm sure does not surprise you. Does that sound like the woman you know? 100%. She is a hero. Mirelas trying to protect, but unable to save the lives of her students, like eight-year-old Uzziah Garcia third grader Annabella Guadalupe Rodriguez, and 10-year-old Xavier Lopez. Innocent lives torn apart as investigators search for a motive. And in another sign that this community is coming together, two of the funeral homes in this area have announced that they're going to donate all the services to the families affected. And Savannah, as you know, this is mostly a working class neighborhood. There, there are a lot of Hispanic families here, and so that's going to go a long way because right now they, they are absolutely devastated. Yeah, and it's such a tight-knit community. It's so small. People say it's the kind of place where you knew everybody. People know this shooter. They certainly know the kids and the families who were just trying to enjoy the final days of school here. It may be one of the toughest parts Parts of this story and what's happened here that it's a member of the community a, a young Hispanic male who came here and unleashed all this carnage and I'm sure all the families all the law enforcement the entire country is going to ask the question like we ask at all these school shootings why why and you know reportedly he worked at the Wendy's I passed it on the way in you know why one of their own and why target little kids um it's it's unthinkable it's unspeakable and yet it's happened again yeah. tom thank you for being here with me hoda and craig will send it back to you for the moment of course we're going to have continuing coverage right here on the today show lester will be here later live tonight for nbc nightly news i'll send it back to you for now though all right thank you savannah uh we turn now to the war in ukraine that war has now entered its fourth month with russian artillery pounding eastern ukraine where its efforts are now focused at least two cities and the railway station were targeted overnight. Meanwhile, Russia's naval blockade of Ukrainian ports has bottled up 20 million tons of grain, grain destined for global markets. World leaders are now accusing Russia of using that grain as a weapon by threatening to worsen current food shortages. Uh, up next, we're going to turn our attention to that big event underway in New York this morning, honoring the military with the long-awaited return a fleet. Yeah, Jenna is getting a taste of it firsthand. She's right there on the deck of the historic USS Bataan inside her journey on the high seas. A beautiful morning in New York City. Coming up right after this. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching 
ranking engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back with our Today exclusive, and it's an exclusive that's tied to the return of Fleet Week here in New York. It's back for the first time since 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, at eight decades in the making, the event is a way to celebrate the military's sea services, bringing tens of thousands of sailors and visitors to our five boroughs here. And how lucky is Jenna? She packed her bag yesterday, got on a helicopter, spent the night. She was invited aboard that ship. It'll be the first to shore this morning. JBH, how is it out there? Yeah, morning, guys. Yes, I'm here on the USS Baton, and I had an incredibly moving day with the nearly 1,500 crew members. Y'all, the motto here, courage, honor, commitment, words that are lived and practiced every day. The day began miles away. Let's do it. Off the shores of New York City. I was suited up and ready and soon flying high above the water. My destination, the USS Bataan, one of the US Navy's finest amphibious ships, ready for battle on land and at sea. The last time I was in a ship this big was over 15 years ago, when the USS George H.W. Bush was named after my Gampy, who served in the Navy himself. As we closed in on the baton, we were greeted by the ship's commanding officer, Captain Joseph Murphy. My day aboard the ship was only just beginning. But for these 1,400 sailors and Marines, their day started much earlier. Normally, I'm up around 5 o'clock, um, go eat breakfast from 5 to 6, and then start my day with my division at 7.30. The first chow call of the day is 0500 in the Big Five Cafe. The pancakes are blueberry. Magically delicious. <laughs> Followed by all hands on deck cleaning order. Every single person on the ship must stop and clean every day to keep the crew healthy and the ship in tip-top shape. From there, the day is a burst of energy, especially during operations on the flight deck. A steady stream of aircraft allowing pilots and deck crew alike to hone their skills. Lieutenant Emily Scarborough is a fire control officer and one of the many women stationed here on the baton. She's been assigned to be my battle buddy. You open it like this okay. and then you do the lever. That looks like you have to be pretty strong. Yeah, is that right? A little bit. Okay, are you going to put going? me to the test? Yep, so let me close this door first. You have to close that door before Yeah, you, you have to close this door first and then not ready? the test. Yep. So you do the lever? Yep, lever first, pull all the way up. And then, that one. Okay. wait, pull it. Yeah, there you go. Here we go. You're pro already. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm learning from the <laughs> And yeah. to show me what life's really like <laughs> on board. Yeah, so this is where we live. And, and then, yeah, flip around. There you go. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah so and then they'll close, like. Hard to read. Yeah. 
so you can go like that. All right, good night. And I was all in. Hold on to this, hold on to this. Yeah. And then, goodbye. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> now I want to show you where I work. This is where I work. Wow. Lieutenant Scarborough also showing me the amazing ways to get from ship to shore. The LCAG is a landing craft air cushion, so yeah. it'll rise up on its cushion. We'll ballast down in the well, and then this is the way we get Marines ashore. Wow, that's so. super cool. But there's even more to see on the bridge with Captain Murphy. Is this your seat? <laughs> this is, uh, we call this the Game of Thrones. Yes. Um, this is my seat here. And then the XO has a seat on the other side of the bridge. Wow. Does this feel like the best job in the world? This is absolutely the best job in the world. And soon we got to meet all the other service members on board at dinner in the mess. Hi, everybody. Uh, <laughs> is this your first fleet week? Anybody's first? Yeah. First? Everybody's first? What's the ship like? Uh, very fast paced. Um, it, is, it is a constantly moving beast. The standout crew working hard and making their captain proud each and every day. Tell me about the women and men that work on the baton. They are special. They're uh, they're world class. They're what makes this thing go for sure. Yeah, I can sense the pride. Yes, yes. Uh, they're they're they never cease to amaze me. And I also like your sort of three words to live by. Yes, honor, courage, and commitment, and it. Uh, it is a fantastic motto, and uh, you know this crew epitomizes that. An unforgettable experience at sea with the incredible men and women who work tirelessly to protect our nation. Uh, honor, courage, and commitment. That was, uh, Jenna, that was amazing. But okay, we were seeing some of the shots of the USS Baton coming into New York from our perspective. But what was it like from yours to, to roll into the city? Uh, oh. Y'all, it has been an inspiring morning. Um, we watched America's finest dress in their formal uniforms. They manned the rails, which is what this is called. Many of them have never been to port. Many have never been to New York City. And we sailed under the Verrazano Bridge past the Statue of Liberty, which of course is a symbol of freedom and hope. And also we had an incredibly moving moment where we passed the World Trade Center Memorial. Um, and it was really beautiful because the Bataan was actually the first ship here helping in the heels of 9-11. Um, so there were some tears, yeah. some, some moving moments. And you all, as um, although we're here sailing on the Hudson, our hearts are in Texas my home state and in fact the flag that flies over this beautiful boat as soon as we pull into port which we're doing right now will be lowered to half mass ah, wow gbh of, of all those uh moving moments that, that you <laughs> just mentioned there was was there was there a favorite was there a, a, a most special moment if you will yeah, well, I mean, I think meeting all these crew members, um, I've, I've loved getting to spend time with the, the captain and, and also with the incredible women who showed me around. Um, many of these um, men and women have never been to New York. They're thrilled to get here for, for Fleet Week, which is a, which is a storied tradition. Um, when we just sailed in past the Intrepid, there were um, people clapping um, and, and 
honoring those that serve and protect us. And I just felt so honored to be here. Yeah. Um, and, and I know we all did. I, I um, slept great on the ship. <laughs> and I, I just am so uh, <laughs> thankful that they had us. It was a really, really moving and morning. We should point out that Jenna went with a beautiful crew and a guy who works yes. here we call Photonate, who actually was in the Navy. Yep. And That's this right. was one of his pride, uh, most prideful moments to come on, the, on that ship with you, right, Jenna? Yeah, Photo Nate is right here. I'm looking at him right now. And it was great to have him. He he actually, when we landed, bring him, oh, come on, Photo Nate. Sure. So when go. we landed, when yeah. we landed, here he is. Here's Photo Nate. And when we landed the helicopter, Photo Nate actually saw the, the, the members, the service members doing the job that he did in the Navy. And I yeah. saw him He's sort of gasp because it brought him back. But that must have been so moving. Yeah, it was incredible to see them working. Um, I could tell that they were trying to get it done right and get it done properly, and there was someone training and someone uh, observing, and it was perfect. It Did was this great. bring you back? It took me right back. As, I mean, as soon as I smelled the jet fuel, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, getting on the helicopter, I knew. I, I could feel it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Has this been your favorite assignment yet? It's wonderful. It's wonderful. He it, brought his yeah. service shirt with him. Can't be topped. It's right. He did. Well, wow. Yeah, Jenna, what a, what a beautiful moment. Nate, we love you. I know you can't hear us, but uh, we love you too. Jenna, we'll see you when you get back on shore. Thank you so much. Here's the thing. We, get, we don't want yeah. Nate getting any ideas, yeah. though. He's That's right. No, I don't, I don't think so. I think he's okay. And Jenna had perfect weather sailing into harbor. How's it looking now? Looking pretty good. In fact, we're going to take a look, show you what we've got going on right now, starting with with, uh, today, we've got strong storms firing up down through the Gulf, uh, and in fact, flood watches in effect there. Some heavier showers and thunderstorms all the way up the uh, Mississippi River Valley. So we're going to be watching that for today. We do have the risk of severe weather from Chicago down to Jackson, Birmingham, Nashville as well. Tomorrow, that moves to the east. We've got a, a slight risk of severe weather for much of eastern and southern Ohio. Seven million people at risk. Thankfully, tornado threat very low. And then Friday, along the eastern seaboard, 32 million people at risk. Again, a low tornado threat, but damaging winds, gusty conditions, and hail possible as that all pushes to the east. Look for the heaviest rain down to the south with some places along the Gulf Coast picking up to five inches of rain. And that's your latest weather. Guys? All right, Down. Mr. Rook. Thank you, sir. Still ahead here. Some help managing anxiety for ourselves and for our children. We need Jay Shetty. He's going to share his calming perspective coming up. We'll be right back after this. We're back. It's 830. It's a Wednesday morning. It's the 25th day of May 2022. we got a lot to get to in this half hour, including... A conversation I think a lot of us could yeah. use. We need a little advice, and I think the right man is in our studio with us, Jay Shetty. It's from managing stress to coping with anxiety. After everything that happened in Texas yesterday, people are wondering, what do I say to my kids? What do I say to myself? Mm -hmm. uh, he'll share some practical tips that I think we all could use. The perfect guy for sure for that mm -hmm. conversation. Looking forward to hearing from Jay. Also looking forward to hearing from Vicki Wynn. Because Vicky is going to have everything that we need to know. If you're hitting the road this holiday weekend, and a lot of us are, gas prices at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Mr. Roker, a lot of people are wondering what's happening in the weather department. Are they? Yes. Oh, yeah. really? Just a few. Just a Got few a holiday people. weekend coming up. We do? Yes, right. Do tell. Uh, as we look at the weekend outlook, Friday, unfortunately, the east going to be a bit of a mess. Some airport delays there. Above average highs in the central part of the country, hot and dry in the southwest. We move into Saturday. Few showers and storms. Hit or miss, though. It's not going to be a complete washout. Lots of sunshine in the southeast. Record highs down through the central and southern plains. Some wet weather in the Pacific Northwest. Sunday, Sunday! We're looking at sunny, warm conditions up and down the eastern seaboard. The heat continues in Texas. Look at some mountain snows as you get into the northern Rockies. And then on Memorial Day, great day in the north, northeast. Midwest is going to be basking in warmth. Sunshine uh, along the west coast, but a chill continues in the Rockies with a little wet weather and sunny skies from Texas all the way into the Gulf. And that's your latest weather. Hoda? All right, Al, thank you. Uh, just ahead, we've got Jay Shetty. He's going to help us and help families process what happened yesterday, manage those anxious thoughts that a lot of people are experiencing right now. But first, this is Today on NBC. We're back 834. We're taking a much-needed deep breath with former Monk-turned-life coach Jay Shetty. On a morning like this, a lot of people have questions. They're feeling anxious, and we're glad, Jay, that you're here with us today. You know, I feel like, I don't know about everybody else, I woke up this morning, I was scribbling in my journal, and I just felt uh, despair. Like, I wondered, like, when are things going to change? You feel helpless because you feel like you have no power for any action. What, you know, what would be your advice to a lot of people waking up like that this morning? Yeah, and Hoda, I believe it's very natural at this time to feel that way. So if you're feeling heartbroken or you're feeling helpless, you need to stop judging yourself. You need to give yourself some space, some mm -hmm. kindness. But I also believe that this isn't a time for helplessness. It's a time for action. These mm -hmm. are the moments that need to galvanize us to support each other, to serve. And I would go on to say that if you're struggling to get out of bed in the morning for yourself, yeah. these are the mornings we get out of bed for our children. These are the mornings yeah. you get out of bed for others and people who are struggling. Well, obviously, a lot of parents tucked their kids in last night and were scared when they woke up because now it feels like nothing's safe. Yes. You know, you're scared, like, do I, I'm sending my child to school, but what? What to do? So first things first. If your child comes up and asks you, what was all this? What was everybody so upset about? What happened? What should you say? Yeah, so psychologists suggest that it's different for different ages. Okay. If you have young children, it's about reaffirming their safety, giving them a simple like what? explanation. What would you say to a five or six-year-old? Well, making sure that they know that they're safe, yeah. that something has happened, but that they're okay, that they're protected. That's really important to remind them. Do you them. explain what the something was? You or can no? give them a simple explanation, but you don't want to get into too many details. You don't want like to be... A bad stuck. guy ran into the school and Correct, good. correct. Okay. And then for slightly older kids, yeah. middle school kids, you want to encourage questions. They already are processing this. They're seeing things. They're talking to their friends about yeah. it. You want to give them a safe space to ask questions. Okay. Allow them space to say, well, what happened? Who? Why did he do that? What's going on? And allow them to en engage in that dialogue with you. How do you make them feel safe if you're not 100% sure? Well, again, studies go to suggest that we need to model a sense of calm. Okay. We have to around right. our young leaders, our young children, because it's not fair for them to see this yeah. extreme vulnerability. It's important for adults to go and find adults to have those conversations with, to share our feelings, but we're with the children. It's really important we model that sense of calm. A lot of these kids have had these drills in school, active shooter drills. That's like part of the mandatory curriculum in a lot of schools. They're learning this. 
And I wonder what that does to a child. Is it like when we were kids and we had a fire drill? Like, I didn't spend day and night being scared of fires, even though I knew that I had to get out if there was one. How How is this affecting, like, kids' psyches? Well, I think the things that affect kids' psychology the most is the exposure, the overexposure to imagery. Okay. So I think we have to be mindful of the interaction with social media. Don't leave the TV on Seeing and the all same that story stuff. again yeah. and again and again. And therefore, giving them that space to be informed through their parents yeah. is healthier than them being informed by themselves. Right. So that they can have that conversation. Okay, but do you think that these, these drills are kind of, are good for kids, that they learn? Do you think it is, yeah, just... Just tell me what I your thoughts are in Ultimately, this. I think drills have a really important place okay. to play. When we get on a plane, we have a drill. Yeah. When we were trained for fires, we had a drill. Mm -hmm. Drills are useful because it gives you a sense of control in a chaotic situation. Mm -hmm. It gives you a sense of, I know what to turn to. But ultimately, what I'm hearing, Hoda, and what I'm seeing is that we need to stop talking about our children as leaders, and we need to start treating them as future mm. leaders. Mm -hmm. And this is a time where we don't, need to just have hope. We need to have help and we need helpers and we need all of us right. to move into action. Action. Right I like the word action. That seems to be your theme today. Action. Yes. Like they say on the plane, you put your, your mask on but, and then you put it on your child. If you are feeling yourself, you know, anxious, are there some practical tips we can take away? Yes. What can we do? Well, I think often we try as adults to close away from things. Yeah. But now when you go to the workplace, this is what we'll be talking about. When sure. you're watching the news, this is what we're talking about. It's important to engage in a conversation with someone okay. where you can be vulnerable, where you can talk about that. Maybe with someone else who has a child that's a similar age. Have a conversation about how you're feeling right now. Okay. The other practical thing you can do is make sure that today you do take some time out for yourself, whether that's a walk by yourself, whether that's listening to something that brings you joy, you need to make that time to connect with yourself as well. Yeah, it's like where you focus your gaze really determines everything. It doesn't mean you should avoid the, the scary thing, but you should not not spend 100% of your day looking at the thing that is the scariest thing on I, earth. I think the biggest thing people can do is that when you feel you're a part of the solution, the problem starts to feel more manageable. Yeah. And when we avoid being a part of the solution, so we have to become active in our schools, Action. in our communities, yeah. become active with other parents. If you feel you're active, you're going to feel so much more in control of an uncertain a good point. Situation. If you're a helper as opposed to a yes. bystander, you feel Correct. like you're doing something. Yes, now's not the time to be a bystander. All right, Jay. Good advice action. as always. Action, action, action. Thank you, Jay. All right, Craig, over to you. Yeah, Jay always makes us feel a little bit better. Yeah, Thank you for that. Uh, when we come back, we're going to take a turn to Memorial Day weekend. It's the unofficial start of summer. It's also the unofficial start of the busy travel season with the price of gas on a lot of minds this morning. Vicky Wing is here because Vicky's got some wings to help us all save at the pump. But first, this is today on NBC. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. 
Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. And welcome back. Memorial Day weekend getting underway on Friday. And when it comes to travel, AAA expects it to be the busiest holiday in three years. And if you're among the millions who are driving to your destination, well, it is flat out impossible to ignore those record gas prices. Here with everything we need to know and some ways to save, Vicki Wynn, our senior consumer investigative correspondent. Always good to have your tips. Good to be with you this morning. So folks who are going to, to brave it and drive somewhere yeah. this weekend, gas prices are high. How high are we talking? What are we so looking at right high. now? It's going to pack such a wallop on your wallet. According to AAA, the average price for a gallon of gas right now in the U.S., $4.59 a gallon. Jeez. We are seeing the West, the Northeast, and Illinois being hit the hardest. In California, it's averaging $6.06 a gallon, with some counties reporting gas above $7. Think of it this way. A year ago this time, the average was $3.03. So that's not just fuel for your car. Jet fuel prices are up. Diesel is at a record, record, all-time record high, 5.57 a gallon. There's no escaping it either. I no, mean, people are feeling none. it not just at the pump, but mm-hmm. anytime you get that Amazon package delivered, any delivery for that matter, uh, a lot of those costs are being passed on to you. Yep. How many folks are we looking at this weekend in terms of travel? Is travel up over last year? One in 10 Americans is traveling for this Memorial Day holiday. AAA is forecasting 39 million Americans will either take to the skies or hit the roads. And this is the period of Thursday tomorrow, basically, through Monday. So we're back. Back at high travel levels, comparable to 2017, it's a jump of 8.3% from last year. 36 million of us are going to be driving, but 3 million are taking to the skies. Let's, let's talk about those folks who are driving. You usually have some pretty good tips. Uh, t- tips on ways that folks can save at the pub. What yes. do we have? Okay, so first, obviously, we've got to think about when we are driving. We know that if we're taking a trip, then we got to drive for Memorial Day weekend, so you kind of bite the bullet. But how are you driving? Are you a lead foot? This is the time to make sure you ease up on the gas pedal, maintain a consistent speed, and drive below the speed limit or at the speed limit. That can actually increase your fuel efficiency by 10% over the normal jackrabbit forward and back and, you know, changing your speed up a whole bunch. I would say also maintenance of your car. People kind of overlook this. They leave the check engine light for a little bit, or you don't check your tire pressure. Sure. Excuse me. The best present I ever got from my dad was a little tire pressure gauge and a portable air compressor. I used it all the time. I was really religious about it. Like every three weeks a month, I would check my tire pressure and pump up the air. And you don't have to go to the gas station to do that. That helps with wear and tear on your tires, but it also helps your gas efficiency. Of course, you want to use apps like Google Maps, Waze, Gas Buddy. Why? What's so great about those apps? Those apps are great because they will tell you, Craig, these are the cheapest locations for you to fill up. And sometimes it's 10 or 12 cents a difference per gallon. So that really adds up. You also want to fill up at gas stations where you have their app because that'll knock off a few more pennies. And then use this app called Upside, Upside. which also adds cash back. So those are all ways that you can actually physically save at the pump. Hit up the ATM before you head out on that trip because cash is king. A lot of times if you pay for gas with cash or your debit card yeah. instead of your credit card, that's another 5 to $0.10 cents off per gallon. So you layer all of these things up. You're not going to get down to $3.03 sure. a gallon, but... 
it's helpful. It adds up. Yeah, absolutely. Buddy of mine swears by getting his gas at Costco. Like he gets gas either Costco or Sam's Club or one of these other wholesalers. You will save a ton doing that if you are a member of one of those clubs or even if you are a grocery store member, which that costs nothing. The one caveat there is just make sure you're not driving so much further to get the gas, right. then it's not worth it. So you have to do a little math in that case. All right, Vicky, when always good to have you. Great always good to you. have your tips. Uh, when we come back, a worldwide movement to help the people of Ukraine, and it's a movement that's tied to a very special beer. It's a beer that's being brewed in Kyiv as we speak. That story and how you can take part as well. But first, this is today on NBC. And welcome back. Since the start of Russia's war, many here in the United States and around the world have been searching for ways to show their support for the people of Ukraine. Well, we discovered one opportunity in a place you may not expect, your local watering hole. NBC's Jay Gray joins us live from Kiev to explain. Hey, Jay, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. And they are making the suds for that project right now, right here at the 3025 Craft Brewery in Kiev. In fact, this batch, it's the first one they've made since the war. Now, the fundraising idea uh, came up over, shockingly, a beer between friends. It's turned into a worldwide happy hour with taps and funds flowing to support Ukraine. Our job is to make people on the terraces and restaurants happy, enjoying the drink. And what can be more peaceful? That peace ended as Russian troops invaded Ukraine. The tap running dry for Pravda Craft Brewery in Lviv. The wartime prohibition in place, they quickly turned their attention from making beer to mixing cocktails. We made about two and a half thousand Molotov cocktails in the first couple of days. But with the need waning, the war dragging on, and a ban on alcohol sales at the time, Yuri and his team brewed up a new plan to help. We're going to really delegate our brewing to uh, still unknown friends, brewers, across the world. They'd share some of their award-winning recipes with other craft brewers who could sell the beer to help support Ukraine's fight. Is this, Corey, a place that, that looks familiar? Is this a, a place that uh, brings back good memories? Oh, yeah. It was wild. Master brewer Corey McGinnis spent three years at the Pravda Brewery, helping develop those recipes. Back in New York, as the war began, he knew he had to somehow join the fight. I felt obligation mostly because, like, these are, in a way, my people. You know, they're, they're my friends. And so I wanted to help where I could. He linked up with Yuri again to help spread the word and the suds. I originally was like, oh, I'll get a couple, you know, New York City breweries to do this and it will it'll be fun and we can donate a little bit. No one could have predicted just how many beer makers and beer drinkers had a thirst to help. A handful of happy hours turning into a worldwide movement. More than 600 breweries making beer with a blue and gold label of support. More than 400 of those in the U.S. Proceeds from the IPAs, Pilsners, and Imperial Stouts all going to the war effort. We have raised about between one and one and a half million U.S. dollars for the Ukrainian cause. And they have raised the spirits of those hoping to toast Ukraine's victory. The support Ukraine receives now is a testament to the fact that the world understands that this is not only our fight. Yeah? This is uh, the fight for truth. It's fight for freedom. We will win this. We will absolutely win this war. 
Yeah, and look, another neat thing about this fundraiser is the brewers can decide where the money goes. They've supported everything from battlefield gear to baby supplies for families uh, who were forced out of their homes by the war. The Pravda Brewery has seven victory beers. The most popular by far is this one with an unflattering picture of Vladimir Putin on the label and a name, Hoda Craig Al, I, I can't say on TV. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I had a hey feeling now. that was happening there. It's a great <laughs> idea, Jay. Thank you, Jay. Thanks for Thank that, you so much. And more proof that everybody can do something. That's yeah. everybody no can matter do how. Uh, Mr. Roker, we got time for birthdays. All right, let's celebrate some of these fine folks. We're going to spin those jars of smuckers and see who's up there. First of all, let's start off with a happy 105th wow. birthday to Lillian McCarthy. She's an avid reader from Jupiter, Florida. The secret to her longevity, maybe she should try one of those Ukrainian beers. She has one ice-cold beer every <laughs> afternoon. Yes! Next, we've got Tassie Nixon of Edmonton, North Carolina, a hard worker at 100. She didn't retire until she was in her early 80s. All right. Happy 100th birthday to Lloyd Allen of Cleveland, Ohio. Served as a medic in the Army and administered some of the first doses of penicillin. We thank you for your service, sir. William Gonzalez is also 100. A talented musician is from Juncos, Puerto Rico, a rock and roll singer back in the 60s. He still looks like he rocks it out singing to this day. Mary Mary Hill, celebrating 105 years, a fashionable lady, love that hat. She's from right here in New York, never leaves the house without her pearl necklace. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, happy 100th birthday to an adventurous lady named Dorothy Eckert of Polsbo, Washington. So get this. Dorothy went skydiving wow. when she was 95. Wait, what? That's right. I cannot imagine what she's going to be doing to celebrate this milestone. Dang. Maybe bungee jumping or something. Jeez. Pretty cool. Nice group of great folks. Incredible, incredible. All right, just cool. ahead on the third hour, we're going to check in with Savannah once again. We're also going to spend some time with the newly retired Coach K. Mike Krzyzewski is going to join us live to talk about his life after basketball. Plus, on the fourth hour, Jen is going to share more of her adventure aboard the USS Baton and under the military and fleet week right here in New York. But guys, thanks for watching today. Be well. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.